Finley's Thoughts is brought to you via Anchor.fm. You can find us here, you can listen to previous podcast episodes, but you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and other places. Also, we want your opinion. Send us an email at finleysthoughts at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at, at finleysthoughts. I know he'd appreciate it. How do I know that? Because it's me. This is Finley, and you're listening to Finley's Thoughts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Finley's Thoughts. It is a beautiful evening, and with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Walker. How are you doing tonight, sir? Uh, Tonight, tonight. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, I guess. Yeah, pretty good. I'm curious, I guess. So, pretty good? Pretty good. Yeah. Um, You know, um, yeah. Well, he's pretty good, folks, and so am I. (laughs) (laughs) We are entering into my favorite time of year, which is fall. I love these next three months. They are are the months that make up for the rest of the year for me. And first off, there's football. I love football. I I figured you'd go football. I I figured you would. I I figured that was the only reason, but come on. No, not at all. There's uh, festivals that I go to this time of year. There is the holiday season that I love. The the cooling of the weather, the changing of the leaves, uh, the the whole thing just it makes me happy. And it's been wonderful. But you don't live north of the Mason Dixon line. No, I don't. <laughs> But I have lived in colder climates before that have experienced significant amounts of snow. And in that period of time, I came to still love winter and winter snow and actual seasons. All of this I appreciated. And then I moved further south. I didn't say I was good at appreciating it, but still. Yeah, but, it's, you know, January when it, when you're running around in sub-minus 20s. Well, you may recall a few months back, I was in the Wisconsin-Illinois area. And at that time... Tourist. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> at that time, Wisconsin experienced one of the worst blizzards it ever had in April. And the area that I was in had like 21 inches of snow. Just, just drop right there. And this was a planned vacation. This was, and, and, and there you're expressing it as a wonderment, not a, Oh, for God's sake, not more. I I don't mind snow. I love snow. That that was what up, upper, upper Wisconsin, right? that's, Uh, that's, that's southern easily, to central southern. Yeah, so that's easily seven hours out of my reach. So those people are like crazy. And uh oh, yeah. that I oh, oh yeah, 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 but all they do is drink beer, you know. It's so great. So great. Yeah, get a get a couple of brats going on the <laughs> I did not get a brat that trip. I wish I had. You but I did cool. anyway. I know. I love brats too, and that's a shame. So, cheese curds, of course. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I mean. So fall is here, and it marks the passing of another season. More time has gone by. And... Like, yeah, no, 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 really. Keep making me feel old. You and me both. And nothing was more evident about that than having to haul out some old skills that I haven't had to use in a while. Um, I had... Uh, I, walking on snow? No. I had to troubleshoot my computer. Something I haven't had to do for years. And... Feel your pain, okay? Yep. So... This is something we used to do day in, day out. Yes, it is. Hell, we used to tag team each other on that. Yes, we did. And it's been almost 16 years since I had to do this as a part of employment. I've moved beyond that a long time ago. I I didn't quite get the reference. You, you, You said part. So... You, you're saying that you haven't done it as part of employment, not that this was part. No, I didn't do that right. Uh, no, no, you're you're not too far off. I did not do this as part of my job. This okay. is something I was doing for myself. And so I should explain. Did you turn it off? Anyway, go on. <laughs> you're not far from the truth. <laughs> I have a Mac Mini. I have had this system for about six months, and for most of the period of time I've had it, I've enjoyed it. But this thing got deathly slow recently, last few months, last couple of months. Did you perhaps update uh, Flash or Adobe Reader? No. But I will get to what it was in a bit. My system was getting slower and slower, and it was taking minutes to load programs. Age will do that, but I don't think that's what we're talking about. No, it's not age in this case. Like I said, the system's fairly new. Mm-hmm. And it's new enough in terms of the model that it should be able to handle all the stuff I'm running on it just fine. So needless to say, I was getting a little concerned. And I started looking at possible causes for it. Okay. I did an OS update, but the OS that was on there was the same as the one that was previously on there, so that can't be it. I haven't had any major software changes that I can remember, but there could still be something in there, so I'll check that. Okay. All right, maybe it's my configuration, and this was the point that kind of had me worried the most. The system that I bought... There is one area that could be a potential bottleneck, and that's the storage. Now, folks, we're going to get into some minorly techie stuff here. This mm-hmm. is not this is not scary stuff. If you don't know what it is, look it up, and, and we'll try to explain as we go along. The storage on my computer that I'm talking about is a platter-based hard drive. Now, that means that there are four disks inside of this thing or more that spin at 5,400 rotations per minute, 5,400 RPM. You heard Walter sigh just now. That's that's one hard drive. One hard drive. Not multiples. That's correct. 
It is a one terabyte hard drive. That's 1,000 gigabytes. Well, what was the speed? 5,400 RPM. Huh. Yeah. Standard on a laptop nowadays is 5,400 or 7,200 RPM. See, yeah, that's, that's where I was going. I was like, wait a minute, you're kind of yeah. low there, dude. It is kind of low. Higher is better in this case, if you don't know. So 7,200 RPM is a higher thing. Now, they also have available what's called solid-state drives. Solid-state drives, for those of you who don't know, are basically kind of like your USB keys. Yeah, yeah, big flash drive. It's Big, just, giant flash drive. Big, I mean, you could just be carrying it in your pocket and throw it on a connector, and pff, there's your disk. It's exactly. The same. It's 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 the same thing. Unfortunately, as fast as lightning it is, it's very susceptible to all kinds of stuff. Definitely, you don't want to have magnets nearby. This is all true, but you don't want to have magnets by for a platter-based drive either. No, but depending on the level of magnetism, you can actually survive. True. Bulk erasers are right out, though. Mm. Um, but the. Back to the point. My Back system platter. is using a platter-based drive. The yeah. solid-state drives would be much faster, would load incredibly fast. Especially at 5,400 Especially at 5,400 revs. It's still going to be fast enough to do what I needed to do, but this thing was choking. So my first concern was, number one, is yeah. there a hardware failure in this computer? Why did you go failure first? Just to eliminate the probability. Oh, that would have gone software first, but okay. Well, if you eliminate hardware, then that limits it to software. And so I, I started thinking, okay, maybe my system's just not configured the best way possible for my needs. But my needs aren't that big. I'm using it to play music or to store music and podcasts and stuff like that. I'm using it to do audio recording, much like we're doing as I'm talking right now. I'm doing it for the radio show that I do every uh, once every couple of days. In other words, I'm not using this thing high intensity to do major league stuff. It's stuff that it's designed to do. Yeah, but there's a lot of... The access going on. I mean, if you're streaming, which is what that is, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of in and out. There is, which was a concern. And so, I started looking into. Well, all right, let's test for hardware failure. Let's see if it's potentially software. But if it is a bottleneck then let's look at the most likely thing and the only thing that I could really upgrade on this system, that being the hard drive. So I called around, just out of curiosity. Wait a minute. When you said the thing, you meant the device, the, the computer device. The computer. Because to me, that was... No, no, no. I'm talking about the storage inside of the computer. If the storage inside, right. I, I, for a minute, there, I thought you were going to try you were go for updating the platters, which is like... No, 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 no. I mean, taking no, the entire hard drive out. Oh, no, yeah, no. That's, that's like trying to understand cold fusion. No. Now, do you, you don't do that. Yeah. You replace the whole drive. Yeah, but pull it stock and barrel, 
Get hope to God you can get whatever the hell off of it you can and go stick in a new drive. Well, it's funny you say that because the thing I've been doing on this system, more so than on previous systems, in fact, is I've kept a backup constantly. I do daily backups on this thing. That's good. Okay, yeah. Um, there is a program called Time Machine for Apple. Oh, okay. It is an effective consumer solution for my needs. And it backs up my stuff just fine. I'll let that slide for the moment. I also was using something for my pictures and stuff like that to keep those safe and on the cloud. Now, in a perfect world, cloud-based backup solution would be most... Uh, you you keep your stuff on the cloud? I keep pictures in the cloud. That's it. Am I the only paranoid nut around here? No. Okay. I don't keep anything else in the cloud. Except... For- oh, but you keep you, you keep the probably pictures and, and family stuff like that. To me, is like one of the most important things. You put that in the cloud? It's a philosophical difference. Never mind. Go on. Philosophical right. difference. We're going to move on. <coughs> I also keep a local storage, which is good in this case, as you'll learn. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of the problems that I were having came to a head with the recent vacation we talked about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I had taken around 900 pictures and recorded several videos of this trip, and I wanted to get them updated to the cloud as well as onto my phone from the camera roll that's on the phone. Doing this was taking an act to Congress, and the last time I had a bunch of pictures that I tried to save, it took the better part of a day to try to do it in both the local storage, uh, which also backs up to Apple's iCloud for photos, specifically. (laughs) It's going to be a fun conversation, I can tell. I don't put... The the economies of philosophy are flying through my head right now. I don't put dick pics out there, dude. Don't worry. I'm not saying that. It's just, you keep saying Apple, Apple, Apple. Well, I also use Google Backup and Sync. Mm -hmm. And I have local storage. I have a ton of local storage, in fact. On this system alone, there's a 6-terabyte hard drive that's attached via USB 3.0. So, that's kind of the layout of everything. System's choking. It takes forever to get the pictures updated, but they finally do. And I finally get them transferred. But this whole process makes me think, all right, I need to find a better solution for what's going on. Why is it so slow? So, first thing I do is I call Apple. And I say, hey... Do y'all even offer the the ability to upgrade the hard drive storage on this computer? The lady I speak to on the phone says, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. We'll just get you an appointment at the store. Ah, the genius bar. Why they would call it that, I don't know, but go on. I think it's because Apple's a big believer in irony. So I think they're a big believer in themselves, but go on. Like I said. I, from there, I get transferred to the Genius Bar to get the pricing for this. At which point, I get told, "No, we don't. We we don't. We don't do upgrades like that. That's not something we offer." And I said, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, 
I said, well, this thing's running really slow. It's taking a couple minutes to load programs and things like that. And he goes, wow, okay, let me see if I can, let me see if I can find you a solution or a workaround. So he tells me at that point, yeah, you can call these people and you may be able to get a hard drive upgrade through them. Now I go and look at the process for upgrading the hard drive in this thing. You have to essentially open the guts and take everything out to get mm-hmm. to the hard drive. Mm-hmm. And it's probably glued in, not even screwed in. Nope, it is screwed in, but you have to have Apple's special screwdriver. Oh, the special screwdriver. Is it the same special one that they used on their iPhones? I believe it is part of that, yes. So I'd help you. And so when you did this, if you did this, you replaced all the screws with proper ones? We're getting to that. All right, all right, all right, all right. And so I call around, and the cheapest I can find to have someone do this for me, to purchase the drive and install themselves, $500. <laughs> I paid 700 for the system. <laughs> Did you get dinner with that reaming? <laughs> so I said, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and promptly got rid of their number. <laughs> I don't know. You want to change the hard drive? Just buy a new computer. It's easier. I continue. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, okay, before I do anything, let's approach this pragmatically. Let's eliminate the Oh, you made a mistake there in Apple. Pragmatic has nothing to do with it. Well, I'm a PC tech primarily. Right, right. Which means there's an order to how to do this. First of all, run a diagnostic on the system. If Second you find all, one. Oh, there is one. Apple has diagnostics built in. And I run them. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. All right, go on. Sorry. I got to start writing this down. I got a list. (laughs) The system passes. There's no hardware failures found. Okay. Well. Is that shocking? Apple's tool says that there's no problem. No, but to be fair, there are other PC companies out there that also include their own diagnostics that do give you failure codes and things like that to call in to get the system repaired. This is an example. They're healing themselves, man. No, it's not. I don't feel that's the case at all. It's, it's, It's one of those situations where it's easier for the company to provide you the tool so that you don't have to call in or send it in every time you have a failure. If you can diagnose something locally, you can call it in and then you can send it in to get repaired. And the best fact would be to get a third party piece of software that can do the diagnostics and then give you an unbiased point of view. Funny you mentioned that. (laughs) I did for the hard drive. (laughs) Okay. And did it agree with Apple's assessment? Yes, it did. Oh, come on. All right. Okay. So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, hardware for my intents and purposes is eliminated. Let's look at... Wait a minute. Was your process uh, bogging down when it was going from what kind of connection to the hard drive? What do you mean? Well, okay, so... What was it like a, a USB connection to your phone and then you were downloading from phone to the computer? No. It was open a program, wait for the program to load, program finally loads. All local, 
all on the internal hard drive. What, so, uh, what updates did you have recently? Well, I'm getting to that. Dragging it out. All right. I'm trying to tell a story. I'm painting a picture. That's what I do here. And this episode's kind of light on topics, so just work with me. Uh, do, do you have, like, a the, 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 the Afro 70s hairdo? No. Okay. I'm not going Bob Ross. If that's yeah, Bob. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and we're gonna paint some trees. Oh, feel the trees. Feel the trees. <laughs> You're enjoying this, aren't you? Ah, oh, you betcha. Okay, can I continue? I'm going after every point. <laughs> yeah, I'm noticing, <laughs> and I'm savoring it because when you find out what what the end of the story is, uh huh. So, did you turn it off? Yes, I turned it off and back on, you yuts. Of course I did. Did you close the coffee coffee mug tray? There is no coffee mug tray on this one. Uh-huh. Now, what Walker's referring to, by the way, is the legendary <laughs> phone call, the text support. Doesn't matter who it was. Everybody has the story of, my coffee tray's broken. I put my coffee on the tray and it broke. That's not a coffee tray. That's a CD-ROM drive. That's how old this story is. It took place on CD-ROM drives, not DVD, not Blu-ray, CD-ROM. <laughs> that could only read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 630 meg or something like that. 650. 50, thank you. <laughs> I continue. Another fine mess you've gotten us into. At this point, I start thinking, okay, it could be the OS or it could be something I've installed. So let's take a test of the system itself. But in case it's the OS... It takes an hour to do a reinstall, download the latest version of it, reinstall the latest version, have a clean copy, go from there. Oh, that's right. You don't have images. You have to download the beast. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and I then go into the living room where, with my wife, I watch episodes of Tony Danza's new show on Netflix, The Good Cop, which is actually really f- kind of fun to watch. I recommend it. After an episode oh. of the... Oh, oh, you're going to leave that one hanging for me, aren't you? Yes, I am. After the first episode, I go back in, and there's 17 minutes left on the update. All right, go back to the living room, watch the second episode that we watched today, which was also pretty good. And then (laughs) we'll get to it. Don't worry, Walker. And then I come back in here. And, it's and now there are 18 minutes left. No, no. Although I did mention to my bride the luxury of Windows reinstallation uh, time dilation. <laughs> yeah. That the amount of time provided on a, on a screen of a reinstallation of an operating system. Especially is, Mac. Is not accurate and is in fact. Um, an idiot. It's an idiot dialogue. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it would tell you anything and you'll believe it. The further you get from the start of an installation, the longer amount of time it actually will take to finish. Right, right, right. Only a minute left. That's what you said five minutes ago. So, by the time the second episode ends, it's finished. And I go in, and it's at this point, I start, I have looked up, excuse me, other things to check for. So I load the system's performance monitor. 
Now, Apple has a program in there, and I do that, and I find the culprit. A few months ago, Google stopped doing what they had for their photo backup software and instead loaded a program or made a program available called Google Backup and Sync where it offers to back up more than just your photos. It offers to back up everything, your documents. Mm. Yeah, I, no, wonder, no wonder why I don't know about it, because that kind of stuff is what I stay, stay away from. But go on. Yeah. I set it up because I wanted to continue backing up my photos to Google Photo. And that me. program was taking up 78% of my processor capability. Nice, Google. Good optimization. I kill the program. I turn it... First thing I do is I turn it off. Immediately, my system starts working faster. Okay. And then it turns itself back on. <laughs> funny. Google. Google's funny for that. Well, I was concerned about that. So the next thing I did, I reload the system. Sure enough... Google Backup and Sync turns back on, so I go into the settings and preferences and turn off the ability to start at startup. Then I shut it off again. System again starts loading faster. The next thing I do is one more reboot. And this time, it does not start back up. And sure enough, since that moment, my system has been operating at the level I would expect it to at this point. So, narrowed it down. Wasn't hardware, was software. Hardware, was software. Found and implemented a fix. Fixes worked. Except for one thing. I still want to be able to back up my photos to Google. Well, easy fix for this. The program has a launch icon. I can launch it at any time, do the backup, finish the backup, come back in, turn it back off, and be done. And at that point, my system will continue to operate the way I'm expecting it to. And all is right with the world. It was at this point, once I figured this out, that I called Apple again. I called them and said, hey, I don't need to have my appointment. I actually fixed the issue, and I need to cancel the uh, reservation they had. Oh, wow, great. Glad to hear that. What was the fix? Well, it was this program. I'm not going to tell you. No, no. I wasn't I wasn't the dick. I did tell them what it was. And I said, I don't know if anybody's reported this as well, but this is what I found to be the fix. Did you do uh, any searches for that? I did. Oh, okay. Couldn't find anything. And that's the part that kind of bugged me a little bit. But for my purposes, the fix is in. My system's running the way it should be. It is currently recording the podcast that we're recording right now that you're hearing. So, yeah, I fixed it. Now, mm. I open this to you, Walker, because you mm. also have a tech background. Mm-hmm. The fire and, and, and I was a very big supporter of Macintosh. Yes. So what thoughts do you have on that? So it's funny that you went hard drive first, and I already was like, well, why don't you, why don't you check the, the software first? Because um, I don't always go for the hard drive first. I don't, I don't go for the hardware first. 
And I think that's I mean, because especially on on a new device like that, you know. I think that's because you and I come from different pathways to support. I come from a hardware-based support path. You come from a software-based support path. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, well, <laughs> you know, you were talking about. Well, I'm just going to start it up on, and, and I'm thinking this would be pre, pre OS X. You know, I was like, oh, start with extensions off. I'll hold down the shift button on startup. Like, oh no, that's, ooh, that's seven six to to to, to nine two technology. Oh my god, really? I pulled that one out of the '90s, and um, um. That's one of the problems I've always found with Macintosh is the diagnostic tools are few and far between. You 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 really have to use their tool, which I've I, I can think of several cases. Now, mind you, not in the newest because I'm I've been out of Mac since ten six. Um, yeah, uh, that's Snow Leopard to those paying attention, and there has been one two three four five. Six new iterations since then? I believe so, yes. And um, iterations meaning new entirely written OSs. Um, well, maybe not entirely. Um, and and so the, the, the landscape has changed. And, and that's not due to any sort of, you know, desire to get on a Mac. It's just, well, I couldn't keep up with paying for the damn things. And um, my career choice took a, well, a Windows bent, you know? Sure. Um, whereas you can go out in the world and find a Windows open source tool that'll rip the thing to shreds. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and you can find your problem if you know what you're looking for. Um, where Mac used to. Started getting real tight around ten four, and kind of continued where, I mean, there used to be tools that we could. Oh, I mean, you could recreate the entire hard drive. Um, you could get it down to the bit level, find your problem, and blow it away. Now, it's so tightly controlled because, um, well, I mean, Apple controls the 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 the, the applications. Very true. And and so they only put up the applications they approve, and their devices are, unless you know the tricks, are set to, we don't accept any other application than Apple applications. Um, so when you, when you mentioned the diagnostic tool, I went, and it said everything was fine. I don't find that surprising because much like using... Um, an internet provider that I have that seems to dominate the environment, uh, and you use their tool to determine what your upload and download speeds, and they take you right to the tool, and it says you're perfect. And then you go to a third party who shows you that you're about 20% off on both directions. Yeah, I uh, I have an internet service provider that when you go to speed test mm-hmm. the server that it scans mm-hmm. from is theirs and sure enough Speakeasy, Speakeasy is my go to third party mm-hmm. uh, there are others uh, for for that sort of stuff and the thing that gets me about that is um, 
Yeah, they'll tell you. Oh no, you do have absolutely gigabit. I have gigabit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you're getting... from your house to our server. It's gigabit. What about outside of that? Oh, we have no control over that. Yes, yes. They're not measuring the trueness of it because even though they're, they're the little display. Oh, you want to go to New York? You want to test the to Detroit? Well, I don't know why you'd want to go to Detroit. Um, and the internet's huge there. It's it's me, yeah. And, 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 oh, look at that. I must be doing well. And yet you pull up a, a third-party tool that you go through the Internet and you go, no, actually, your speed is not what you think it is. And that could be due to several reasons. That could be throttling, which your Internet provider can do legally. For right now, yes. They couldn't till somebody... Reverse the law. They can do all kinds of throttling if they choose to. And I do believe they do because I'm a conspiracy guy. Anyway, Mac, we're talking about Macs. Um, I, I, the Mac diagnosis I, I struggle with anymore because there aren't the high amount of, of, of available tools that are third-party written written to, to, to try and diagnose a Macintosh unless it's by Apple. So I immediately suspect it's, it's kind of like a doctor trying to heal himself. And, and it's always the same story. You got to go to the genius bar, take it to the genius bar. I've seen some of them geniuses and I know guys in the field and no, 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 no. They're following a book They're I mean, Really, these guys are not. You know, I, I realize my own ego here, but I mean, I've talked to these guys and I start saying stuff, and they look at me and, well, we're just going to take it in the back. No, 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 I want you to do it in front of me. No, 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 we take it in the back. Take me in the back. Oh, we can't do that. You're not allowed. What? I mean, you know, I, 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 mm, I guess it's because I came out of the, you know. I, I'm used to putting together servers with, oh, we got a hard drive. Uh, good, that's the right pinout. Let's put that baby in there and, you know, build these things. They're not the modular designed uh, uh, um, uh, esoteric? No. Art pieces that, that, that seem to be prevalent out of, out of the Macintosh environment. And so it doesn't shock me when their tool goes, no, everything's fine. Everything's perfect. It's all okay. Now we take, okay, what the cause you eventually determined by bringing up a monitoring tool that was already built into the device. Just go to the utilities folder. It should be right there. I got, I got that right, right? You did. Okay, it's still there. All right, good. They may have moved it because they don't want people to diagnose themselves. That's another philosophy, philosophical question. Um, I mean, it, it popped right up. That was a service running, right? It was. It was running as a service. I was able to shut it off, and that took care of the problem. Right, right. And see, that would have been my first thought. My first launch was, all right, this thing's running. Let's find out what, you know, um, anybody who's in, in Windows if things are running slow, for me, the first thing I pop open is task task manager and bring up the resource monitors. 
Yeah. And it's funny you say that because typically on a Windows system, I would do the same thing. It's funny. But I think it's because I'm very familiar with Windows, the OS, and the processes of how it runs. Whereas for a Mac, even though I've been using Macs for 10 years, I don't know the underpinnings of it as well. Ah, But I do know that I can use the tools and utilities available to me if I go out and I research how to use them and try to diagnose it myself. And that's what happened here. I don't feel like it was um, like a waste of time to do everything that I did. Ultimately, yes, it was a process. I I should have checked the processes first, and I didn't. But I learned a lot about how to work with the systems tools. I learned, uh, learned how to work with the utilities. And ultimately, I learned more about getting my system back up and running should the need ever come. And it's a f- worse software issue than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can immediately deal with. I, I look at, at, at users, and I, I jokingly you know, use my mother often as, as kind of the, that uh, benchmark mm-hmm. for okay, what you going to do now? And, okay, I've been doing it 30-plus years. Um, there are stuff that doesn't, isn't, isn't done anymore that I remember how, which is scary. I was mentioning, you, 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 you know, oh, I, was, I was mentioning the, the Macintosh System 7.6, where I started, um, and, and, uh, and and on a, on a nine inch black and white Macintosh Plus. Uh-huh. Well, I it's actually a six five if I remember right. But anyway, I was working on Windows ninety five and ninety eight systems. You're right, right, Windows right. NT which, which, systems. which is hysterical because I didn't start working on Windows until till two thousand till OS two thousand. Mm-hmm. And and then I, backfilled my way into NT yeah five zero. Uh, it's like, oh my god! So I remember the days where, for like Windows NT, if you had to install a driver, you mm. better pray. <laughs> you better pray. Number one, that one's available. <laughs> number two, that you can get it installed correctly. Because if you didn't get the discs out, it's going to be a reinstall of everything. <laughs> there was a device back in the day, and and folks, we're talking twenty year old, twenty five year old systems. Matrix printers. Oh no. Uh, this was about 20 years ago. A lot of computer companies that made laptops had these slots on the side of the computers called PCMCIA slots. It's not important. Pick them up. They were also called pick them up. Yeah, yeah, also yeah. called PC card slots, things like that. Yeah, yeah. There were these. There was these big things that looked like freaking huge credit cards that you put stuff in. It was like hysterical. Yes, one of them was a double-slotted device. It took up both slots, because most computers, most laptops would have two slots. Right, yeah. Well, this one took up both slots, and it was a modem and a network card in one. Do you remember this thing? I remember. I remember the network card. I don't know about the modem, but the the network card would actually then have this little itty-bitty, like, wafer-frickin'-thin connector that mm-hmm. had like 80 pins in it or something like that. And it would well, go in and then it would, it would, it would dovetail out to a, well, what everybody knows is a, uh, you know, an ethernet connector, which was in back in those days, maybe a cat four. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's like, 
it's like the computer threw up its wires and it's just out the side. Well, this was even better. When I was working in the support field directly, we would have customers that would call in all the time because they were having some sort of a problem and they'd have to reinstall Windows. Well, these cards... Windows has come a long way, people. I want you to know that Microsoft Windows yeah. now is at Windows 10, and it's and, amazing. And, and, and support back in those days was amazing because the, the patience level you needed to have. Because if you were going in and calling for support, it was a four-hour day. It was oh. going to take you four hours. Walker, I'm going to tell you a story about that in a few minutes, but let me finish this part real quick because this is the prime example of of exactly what you're talking about. You would get through a reinstall, and you would tell a customer. Okay, 25 discs later, by the way, floppies, three and a half. No, no, no. This was all CD at this point. Oh, okay. You would tell a customer, okay, you need to make sure nothing's attached to your computer. You need to make sure there's nothing plugged in. Is everything out? Yeah, everything's out. Okay. Yeah, what we call air gap now. Right. You would get through, something wouldn't work. And that's when you would find <laughs> Start out Start again. <laughs> you would find out that that little card, mm-hmm. that little friggin' card was in their computer the whole time. And if that little card was in the computer the whole time, it would gum up so many different things when you were reinstalling that you would have to start over take the card out, and reinstall Windows again. And like you said, this was not a quick process. Windows 10, as a rule, takes about 20 minutes to reinstall. It's actually very impressive. It does not take very long. Drivers don't take no. much long. And, and the tech can go, listen, okay, so you're going to start this, and I'm going to go get a donut and be right back. We'll be fine. It'll be good. Yeah, it's <laughs> even better than that. You, a technician could tell a customer, hey, we're going to get this started. You can walk away, and it's going to do things in the background. We'll get it started. You're just going to be very agreeable, just say a lot of yes to stuff. <laughs> Once it's done, it's going to do a search for drivers. It's going to get the drivers. You're going to be good oh to go God. at that point. The if dri- you have yeah, any yeah, questions. Dri- driver onboarding when that came along, oh, saved your ass. I don't know. I don't know. If you got any questions, let me know. Send me an email. Right. That right. was it. That's yeah. it. Back in the day, all right. It's going to take a couple hours. Mm-hmm. We're gonna I need you to get. I, you you got to find your system disks, and then you got to find your peripheral disks. Your resource CDs, your <laughs> operating system CDs, and then the software. I mean, if, if you got apps, yeah. just start stacking them up now because yep. you're going to be here a while. When I, as time has passed from my days as a technician, like I said, I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. But as time, as time has passed, I've gotten past the point of having a stack of the disks that we needed to, okay, I can create a, a, a USB key with my, re, with my reinstall media. I put it in there, runs off of that, boom. I uh, make sure that I've got one driver 
typically one driver is needed, and that's your network driver. Once you've got that installed, everything else can update. And it all gets taken care of. Everything gets updated. Everything gets put on there. It finds the drivers it needs. It goes through, installs them all. Most companies out there now actually have a program that you'll install, and it'll look at your computer's configuration and say, okay, you need this, 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 and this. I'm going to pull it all right there. It injects it right into your system. Nice sound effects. I know. Uh, I'm a master. And you get all this done, and it's good to go, and you're fine. And after that, hey, you know what? We need to make sure you're safe on here. Hey, Microsoft Windows nowadays has something called Windows Defender, which is amazing. It's basically antivirus and anti-malware built into Windows, and it actually works moderately okay. And the reason I say moderately okay is because the software itself is good, but what's better about it is that it is not like some of those other antivirus things that will kill your oh, system dead. Bloated. My, um, I, I can't see their name. <laughs> no, no. There's one company out there. To the moon, Alice. To the moon. Yeah. That's a left-handed, that's a left-handed uh, reference there. Well, there's also uh, with Wackamy that... <laughs> <laughs> somehow managed to strike a deal with the major ISPs to have it be available for free because you're a customer of the ISP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, then, and, and what they don't tell you is that you only want one of these things running on a computer because if you have two running, it's going to kill your computer. They're, they're going don't... to be opposing, yes. Yes, they will because one of them will see the other as a virus. Then the other one will see the first the one as a virus, virus. too. Yes, and yes. they will butt heads. It'll be Ivan Drago versus Rocky. And in the end, <laughs> no good can come of it. And, they and will, certainly in the end, you don't have a working computer. And that's really important if you have Kaspersky. So Ooh. all of this being... Oh, you could mention him, but you couldn't do, do, do the other ones, huh? Uh, Wackamy might be problematic. Yeah, so, yeah, and 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 the honeymooners won. Oh no, we noticed. We're definitely not mentioning them. Yes. So all of this to be said, it's a lot easier now than it used to be back in the day. And and Walker and I are old school when it comes to a lot of this stuff. It's. <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's easy for me just to say, all right, well, where's my discs? I'll go ahead and start the reinstall and be done. Oh, no, nobody that, wants that, that, that's, that's like, that's like giving up. That's, 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 that's taking the joy out of, okay, sometimes weeks, but of, of finding your problem and destroying it. See, that's not the reason why I don't want to do that. The reason I don't want to do it is because I got too much shit to back up. And yes, I'm backing it up already, but there's always going to be something I'm forgetting. Or there's going to be something I need that I don't have the ability to get anymore. And this, I will never forget, came about thanks to Winamp. (laughs) (laughs) He's laughing because he... Oh, I've been there, man. I've been there. I mean, there is nothing the, worse. The, the llama. I mean, come on. There is nothing worth having a piece of software that works perfectly for your needs that is all of a sudden no longer being made and then no longer available. And you go to try and get the software back. 
but it's not there anymore. And there was an MP3 uh, player Mm -hmm. 20 years ago that I loved. I can't remember the name of it anymore. Real player? It wasn't real player. Real player could die in a fire for all I was concerned. (laughs) I hate it. But you could change out the skins and all that kind of stuff. Well, not real player. You can do that too. So you're bringing up really great memories for me for 20 years ago, by the way. I'm not even kidding about that. Yeah, nobody knows how to change skins anymore. It's always just the, the corporate logo thing. You know? So there was this MP3 player, and the best thing about it was you could change the speed of the song you were playing. Sure. And this was great for me because back in the day, Walker and I used to write for this game, and I actually made a theme for the game based on the main title theme for I think it was Clear and Present Danger or Air Force One, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I had that file on my computer forever, and it disappeared. And by the time I was able to try to put it back together, I had already done a couple reinstalls, and the software that I had used to yeah, make that... Blew it away. Yeah. Wow. There's, there's so much out there that we used to use all the time that is no longer there. And I talked at the beginning about the changing of the seasons, the passage of time. And, you know, bringing back some of those skills, bringing back some of those things that I used to do, it reminded me of those times when I was a lot younger and able to go in and figure this kind of stuff out or I would sit there be up way late into the night and it's funny I say that it's 11 o'clock as we're talking and just be writing something or playing music as I'm as I'm screwing around on the internet or whatever and that time has passed that version of the internet has passed we're, we're, we're also 20 years older and not capable of doing that Four no, in the morning. True. Four in the morning, and we're in, in, a, in a roundtable writing game, and we are cranking out, you know, es- massive essays, and we're and we're all timing each other, trying to beat out the other guy, and we're like slapping them out, and suddenly like five come out, and you go, ah, you just blew me away, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and you and you go, you know, well, you know, it's four in the morning, I should give up, and no, no. No, I, I don't have to be at work till nine. I'm okay. I, 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 yeah, if, if if I get an entire pot of coffee in me and a change of blood, I'll be fine. <laughs> the blood transfusions were effective. They were right there. Yeah, yeah. Who's but, but um, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where it's not that I'm nostalgic for those times. I mean, all of that stuff came with a price. But none, none of us had a lot of money then either. No. No, we didn't. And certainly it encouraged an attitude of, well, I'm just alone. I'm fine with that. Nobody, I don't need anybody around here while I do this stuff. And it's, it's one of those. to be alone. Oh God, for so long I, I did. And thank God I got over that. It reminded me that. Mrs. Finley thinks the same, but okay. Yes. 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 I'm glad I'm at where I am now. 
at 40 at a point where I'm not doing that stuff anymore. But I was nostalgic for just a few minutes of thinking back to those times where that was what I was doing. Dude, and then I remember you got to go sharpen them skills, man. Well, that's when I remembered, wait a second. You were poor as shit at the time. <laughs> you yeah. lived in an apartment that was just a little bit bigger than your living room. <laughs> you didn't have money to do anything. You were driving a piece of shit car. You were uh, one that wasn't that the Saturn. No, 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 no. No, that was the, before the, the Saturn. This was, was this was Nissan this or before the Nissan. This is the Camry. Yeah. And all in all, things are markedly better now than they were then. And that goes back to what I was doing to troubleshoot this stuff. See, I don't know that I agree. You don't think things are better now than they were then? Well, I guess... hmm. See, that's a hard call because, you know, certainly perspective has everything to do with it. I mean, you know... We were at a time where we were tearing stuff. I mean, we were looking at bit level stuff, trying to fix things. You, you, you talk about loading the right DLL. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. The right driver. Wow. Um, and 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 if you didn't have the right install disk for your printer, forget it. There was no. There was no downloading it from some some repository. You had to go digging through disks that were, of course, improperly marked to find it. Yeah. And, and that kind of stuff, though, is quite the, the Sherlocking challenge. Yeah, you don't need that. But these packaged boxes um, that are being sold now with zero understanding of what you might be faced if something goes wrong. Certainly, support is a lot better just because there are more people because there are more of these packaged boxes, and they need to have people being able to address the concerns of customers who are like, "Wait a minute, I just bought this thing and this, and I loaded this 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 device or this whatever, and now my entire computer doesn't work because of a release." And this happened on the Windows side more than anything, you know, yeah. a release a release of a of, of a driver. And and the, the 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 installer goes and replace a, a system driver that they shouldn't have been messing with, but the, they, they in order to make their product work, they 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 um, uh, what would you call it? They they changed. And the only word I can come up with is changed. But they modified the uh, the, the the driver of the system, and you had to load that. Which they only went with. Well, it works with our product, but then it knocked out three others that you were also working with. Uh-huh. And and so in 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 some ways you can certainly understand that powerhouses like like uh, Apple and uh, even Google. No, 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 no. Um, if you want your software to be on our devices, we got to check it out. 
no, 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 you don't get that. No, I have intellectual rights to that sort of stuff. You can't do that. Well, here, let me put it another way. If you load up your software, you're going to break this stuff, and you can't do that. So we have to work together to make sure that you don't screw up a box. Well, right there, you're talking about a closed environment, though. You're talking about, like, an iPhone or Welcome to Apple. Android or, or Apple. Chromebook or iOS or um, Apple OS. Yes, very, very closed. Um, and that's where I struggle with Apple. I, my wife was huge on iPhones. Three of them. She went to three of them. And, and um, you know, here I am, uh, mostly because my phones are supplied by the people I work for. Because sure. I have to be available and they go, well, at the time, you know, oh, well, we can get Androids for nothing. You get an Android phone. And, uh, you know, I, I'd only had an iPhone for six months. Uh, I, I didn't work with iPhones. I mean, you've had one all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so <clears throat> me to be on an Android, it, it, you know, it's a lot, a lot more freeform. It, well, it used to be. Now it's a lot tighter. Though you can sideload. But you can tell your system not to permit it, and you'd be fine. Right, which you cannot do on an Apple device. No, not a chance. You can't go to a website and go, okay, load this up, not without a jailbreak. And you play, you 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 pay. That that would be air quoted. Pay to jailbreak a, uh, an Apple device. You know, I tried that once. Uh, jailbreaking one of my phones I was nervous the whole time and the reason why I did it was because there were certain apps that were not available from Apple or the iTunes store uh, the app store that were markedly better than what Apple put out and Apple had a uh, non-competition clause for lack of a better term what I mean by that is if you made something that mimicked uh, a function that Apple's apps did automatically, you weren't allowed to be in the app store. Google Maps had a mm-hmm. big problem with this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because Apple had their own mapping program. Right. And there were other apps. For example, there was one that could make your phone into a flashlight before Apple built that functionality in. Mm-hmm. I had that program, and I had a jailbreak for it, along with other things that I thought were better than what Apple put on there. Mm -hmm. And then Apple goes and fixes the problem. And But sometimes that takes them a couple of generations to get there. Yes, it does. And that's my point. That was actually the point I was about to get to, is that they're not necessarily fast in that resolution. And they're very egocentric about that. I mean... Well, they you, you don't need that. We don't feel you need that. Well, well, no, wait a minute. But I want it. I don't care what you think I need. I want it. And that's where Android excelled. Oh, you want it? Sure. But then, you know, depending on where you got it, because, well, you, you go for an application on Android, people are just quick to, you know, load it up. Like, did you bother to check to see who published it? Did you go through the rating? I mean, you wouldn't pick a restaurant that way, would you? 
That's usually what I say to people. I mean, if you're going out to a restaurant, a nice restaurant, you know, for a big occasion, are you just going to go pick one that says, you know, well, you know, um, McDonald's? And you that sounds like a, a topping, doesn't it? It and, does. And, and, and you end up, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. That, that, that fits our bill. That's what we want. And you walk into it, and it's like, this looks like a McDonald's. But it's not, but it looks like a McDonald's. What the heck? I thought I was getting high-end food. Well, you would normally research your choices of restaurants. You would see reviewers. You would maybe look for pictures. You would, hey, could we see a menu? And I, I, I find... A lot of people like to go over to Google Play, and um, which is their downloader, and uh, you know, first one they find, whatever they find, not bothering to look even at the reviews and really look at the reviews, not just look at, oh look, it has ten thousand five stars and only a few, you know, one stars. And they discover that, you know, 2,000 of those reviews were placed by the company itself. And it's really easy to spot. This is the best program I've had. It's exactly what I needed. Well, no, wait a minute. Nobody talks like that. Unless you're a marketing genius of the megacorp. And, and, you know, so if you actually spend some time and go and look at the negative reviews, you want to know those negative, negative reviews. This thing hijacked my computer, my my laptop, or my my phone, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. So I will say this on the Apple side: a lot of the stuff you're talking about, as far as doesn't exist, right? That's number one. Number two: a lot of the problems that you were talking about earlier of Matt of Apple having the kind of the air of superiority mm-hmm. and the air of I'm our way is better. Kind of disapp- uh, kind of dropped off quite a bit about seven years ago. <clears throat> Maybe corporate wise, but user wise, no. No, user wise, there's still a bunch of bricks. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but corporate wise, the newest, the newest, highest priced my, 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 uh, Apple uh, phone device, and you get the snob standing in line for the dumb thing. Like really. <laughs> Well, no, believe me, I'm I'm having that crisis myself right now. My phone's a couple of years old; it's still working, but I could sell it right now for several hundred dollars, uh, six to seven hundred, and get a newer phone with a better screen, with higher storage. And. A bigger screen, it's still only four inches, five inches wide. Well, I like the higher resolution screens, number one. And number two, I like the higher amount of storage. I like to have the storage on my phone that I can put any piece of music on there that I want, carry it around with me, and play it in my car or, you know, when I'm stuck well, somewhere or something like now that. Now, that's, 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 where, that's where Apple makes a, a problem. They don't make expandable. This is true. But, you know, the last couple generations of phones, I haven't had really a problem with this. And I will say that for once, 
I, I've always gone for the highest storage capability that Apple offered in their phones. The phone I have right now is, is almost two years old. It's the 7 Plus, and it's got 256 gigabytes of storage. The current highest version they have for storage is 512 gigabytes. The last laptop I owned didn't have 512 gigabytes of storage. I was going to say, if what percentage of it is music? Of the storage that I have right now, over 40%. Of that music... If you were to listen to every track of it, how long would it take? Several days. But 40, I also have... Wait, 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 wait. Hold 40% on, hold on. To answer your 40. question. Hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. 40 you're, only talking, the, you're only talking 72 hours. Uh, no. No, I said several days. I didn't say three days. You, But I also have radio plays on there i also have audiobooks on there i also have podcasts on there i have a large number of things that are spoken word not just music those files tend to be larger than a music file on the order of minimum 10 times the size um i i keep certain things on there that i listen to on a semi-regular basis uh, certain playlists, certain radio productions, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Gal- excuse me, Galaxy. I've had on every phone I've ever owned the 12-part uh, first two iterations of the radio plays. Because I love to be able to pull that stuff up and listen to it anytime I want to. That's why I like to have the extra storage, because if there's something I want to pull up and listen to at any time, I can do that because it's likely going to be on my phone. Now, you're right in that I don't sit there and listen to every music file I have, but I like the option to. And I don't like the idea of paying for a monthly streaming service to be able to listen to stuff when I could just have it on my phone, pay the 99 cents to it. I'm with you on the streaming service. I get that. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I I would rather have... (laughs) A licensed copy of something. This is the reason, by the way, I love Voodoo as a service. Now, I recognize that anytime you're buying like a digital copy or something, you're not actually buying the digital copy, you're buying the license to it. And that's a problem that I have with a lot of these. But I like the fact that, for example, with Voodoo or with uh, a number of these other digital streaming services for movies, you can download a digital copy to your device. And I've done that with movies that I've gotten through Vudu. I've had like 20 movies on my phone, ready to go at a moment's notice. If I'm just sitting there with nothing to do and I don't feel like listening to music, but I want to watch something, I've had those movies sitting there ready to go. I like that. I like the... I like the option of it, and for my part, I have been willing to pay the extra $100 or so to have the larger amount of storage available to me to have the maximum number of options available to me at that point. And I would, I would forward as a point that 
habitually people will re-listen to the same stuff over and over again. Oh, you're not wrong. And, you're not wrong. And if you only kept the stuff that you were going to listen to, you were 40% of 200 and what gig? 256. 256 gig would drop to 10%. Because while it's nice to be able to have those options, you actually don't exercise those options on an average. On an average, I would agree with you. You have the B side of a one hit wonder band that the B side is catchy as it is, never made it to radio. And you, 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 you had it and you, you just leave it on your phone because in case you want to listen to it in case I would further thrust the opinion that, you know, if you just kept it on your computer and when you wanted to play it, you just make sure you grab it before you go. Now with cloud resources as, as big as they are, you know, so stick it up in the cloud and you won't even have to carry it. However, you, that cuts in your data. Um, that is a problem I have with that. Yes, number one. Yeah, number, yeah. Two, number two, the other problem I have with that is there's a lot of things that came about before I retired my peg leg and parrot. <laughs> yes, yes. Certain things that you can't even find a digital copy of otherwise. That Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as an example. It's very difficult to find the BBC radio play mm-hmm. that originated the entire thing. Mm-hmm. If you, if you have, sure, sure, but it's not like you're going to drive to the store that's 10 minutes away and start whipping up a, uh, a, a run of Hitchhiker. No, not necessarily. And so you would go, all right, I'm going to do a long journey. Here's my long journey sets. Let's load up. Which I have on my phone at all times. I have a playlist that's called just, The Road Mix. That's just so ineffective to me. That's just so inefficient. It's, it's just because, you know, oh well, I guess well, to I, be I see f- it differently. But to be fair, I fully acknowledge that I'm something of a storage whore. Hoarder, actually, would be the more. You're a digital hoarder. Ooh, oh, I need to copyright that phrase. It's already been. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm always, I mean, late. I'm always late to the party. You've seen pictures of my house. You've seen. I'm not a hoarder. I want to make this very clear to everybody. <laughs> the 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 ten people that listen to this. I am not a hoarder. I am a collector of certain things. Three of them went. No, he's a hoarder. And shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I am a collector of certain things, uh-huh. and I display them. But I display them in almost a museum quality display. And the reason for that is because I like to, you know, if I'm going to spend some money on something, I'm going to show it off as best as possible. And then he locks the door behind him and doesn't let anybody in. They might, they might touch it. <laughs> no, just children. Just children. Just children. Oh, God. To this day. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> I have a friend, a friend I used to work with on radio stuff. Oh, you didn't go where I thought you Okay. No, no. I, I, I'm going to go into this one. My friend Pylorns had a child several years ago, and that child came over to our house for the first time, and Pylorns told me, now, uh, I I, I prepped him before we came here. 
I said, you prepped him? I go, yeah. He said, and I said, what do you mean by prepped him? He goes, I told him that you have a bunch of things that look like toys, but they're not toys, they're collectibles, and he's not supposed to touch them. I said, you did that? He goes, yeah. And you know why. Big talker, pylons. Yeah, I know. And I said, well, I appreciate that. He goes, yeah, I don't want to have to spend $200 trying to find some piece of crap you bought 10 years ago. <laughs> At which point I said, well, thank you. Oh, that's good. And it's true. <laughs> but it was still appreciated nonetheless. Needless to say, the boy did, in fact, try to reach up and grab a couple things. And his father was like, no, 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 we don't touch that. Which I thought was still hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so this, this all started back, back towards IT support. Um, the, 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 the closed environment, while it certainly serves a con- consumer, but it, it, it has gross limitations on the advanced user. This is true. And Very. it's kind of... Uh, you know, I, I kind of equated it to back to the, the dark days of America Online, where you signed up and you know you were in America Online, and, and that's all you could go to was American Online. America Prodigy. Online, Prodigy is just Prodigy bad. Another one, yeah. And and you know, uh, you you were web browsing, and all they were doing was just copying the internet, which was probably the reason why they had problems. And um, and and if you couldn't get there. It didn't matter. You just you just can't get there. You and I remember get there. You didn't need to be there. Right. And What's remember, wrong with you? What are you trying to do? Quit trying to ruin my life. Yeah. And I and I and I remember the day I I I went. I want to put on my big boy pants and get all I want is all I want is just give me the doorway to the internet and I'll figure out the rest. I mean, that was the heyday of Netscape and 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 Alta Vista search engines and um, uh, there was one other thing I can't remember what it is. Oh, CompuSurf. And um, how, how, how do you like me pulling that one out? Um, and and I kind of look at Apple the same way. You know, they provide all this stuff, but it's a very closed environment. They only prove. And, and the process to approve new software is is brutal, um, and so it's almost like only the big boys can do it, only the the, the big publishers can do it. Mm-hmm. The independent guy that comes up with a you know slight twist on something that's already been done, um, just you, you just don't see it in that environment, um, and that's why you know um, Windows even, uh, though that's even now higher regulated than it ever was android uh another one you know free spirit free range uh free range i like free range free range computing um yeah i just find it very difficult to work in and support macintosh because you're limited by the company itself yes they really don't want other techs other than their own ponytail bearded guys. 
I've got a beard, no ponytail. And, um, you know, that's certainly unfair when you're in a corporate environment like I work. And we go, we've got an entire team of people that could stomp the guts out of those Apple guys. And yet we're prohibited from fixing our own stuff. Are you nuts? And then Apple goes, well, gee, I wonder why our shares are so low. Hello. Um, Your shares are not low. They're a trillion-dollar company, sir. You mean shares in terms of publicly traded shares. I'm talking about market share. Apple is nowhere near what Windows is in the market share. True, but they've also kind of – okay, I'm not going to say they've moved away from that market, but that's not their focus anymore. No, they make phones. They don't make computers. Right. Uh, um, and if you don't believe me, I give you as evidence the fact that my computer I bought six months ago is about to hit the four-year mark since its last uh, revision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get you. Um, but I, I, I go to where, where this started and where I wanted to go to in this is Okay, you were able to service your own device. That's because you've got some years of experience. I can service my own devices because the same thing. I I frequently tear down operating systems and putting them back together. I am trying to find a, a methodology, and I just came across it to take my old um, Intel G5 called a MacTel um, to Unix, pure Unix. It's even though it's built into it, no. It's equivalent of a jailbreak. Um, and that's because I got this huge Mondo box that right now is powered down, and I got my feet up on it as a as a rest. And I mean, it's got eight processors. It's built to burn. It's it's and and because of the way Mac does things in their operating systems, I can't touch a, an app anywhere because I can't go further on this box than Snow Leopard. Uh-huh. And what are we at now? And Snow Leopard was ten six eight. Um, and what are we at now? Ten, ten nine, right? Uh, no, we're beyond that. I'll tell you exactly where we're at in a second. Ten eleven. I want to say we're whatever. past that. Okay. We so are whatever. currently ten point thirteen point six. Okay, ten thirteen. See, I've had to stop paying attention because I can't. I can't address this stuff. Even though I think, come think of it, my wife has one. Um, I just don't service it. Um, well, look, I moved away from it myself as far as like transportable systems and stuff go. I now have a Chromebook. Right, right. Yeah, we did that a couple of weeks ago. Right. Or, sorry, Which in and of itself ago. is a closed environment. Very much so. I, I struggled at daylights out of it. Finally found a Telnet app so I could talk to my Unix box through my Chromebook. That's freaky, by the way. Well... Speaking of that, one last note kind of to, to tie all of this up. Chrome has announced recently that on their current, most recent version of the Chrome OS, on certain Chromebooks, you'll now be able to install Linux apps. Mm-hmm. I thought their big thing was that they're finally going to include uh, natively SMB connections. Not that I'm aware of on that. but Yeah, because every time I try, it fails. <laughs> It's not every device, but on certain devices, probably the higher-end ones, you'll be able to install Linux apps. 
And that's a big deal because that opens up a ton of things. The thing is, is Chrome isn't... Chrome is based on Linux. Is it? Yes. I haven't actually looked at the operating system other than Chrome using o- it. Chrome OS, just like the Android OS, is based on Linux. Okay. That could be huge. That's very that could be that could be freaking massive, yes. because that is nothing but open source. Exactly, and that's actually where I'm trying to go. <clears throat> the question you need to ask yourself as we wrap this one up is: the next Chromebook you get, are you going to look to see if it can use Linux apps? Absolutely. Now the question is, which ones are you going to load? Well, that's a subject for another time. Will, will Chrome? Allow you to load Firefox. <laughs> yes, actually, it will. It just seems funny. Because <laughs> Chrome, everybody knows, it's a Chrome web, web browser. So well, I have I have Firefox installed on my Chromebook now, but it's the uh, it's the phone version. Mm-hmm. If I could install the regular version of Firefox, I'd be happier than a pig and shit. So that means then, do you go to... Uh, What's Oracle's Office product? Open Office. Open Office. Yeah, it's Open Office. Okay. Um, I would not. I would still stick with the Google Google Docs because of size. Of flies. Size. Oh, size. I only have 16 gigabytes of storage on the hard on the uh, drive on the system. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I think flash. I think flash. Flash. Oh well. I'm sorry. Uh, solid state drives will become a, a larger issue on Chromebooks, and they'd be crazy not to allow allow you to put it in. Yeah, because because then they're denying a market share. They're like, I'd use your product if you gave me a bigger hard drive. Well, you can use um, Secure Digital. I have an SD card in mine right now yeah. for extra storage. Now I know you're going to cut me on time here, but the whole cloud thing that you were talking about. You know how much against I am on, on cloud. I know you are. And I've built my own world so I don't have to use cloud. So I can use, instead of, you were talking about voodoo and needing a digital copy, where you can't always get digital copies for some of the really old DVDs. <clears throat> and if you know how to convert uh, uh, tape, um, it would be Plex, using Plex server. Uh-huh. And and now they're jumping into the game because they're now providing, if you elevate yourself in, in your server, to offline copy. Well, I, for the very longest time, was strictly local copy. Mm-hmm. Local copy everything. Mm-hmm. It's started getting too expensive just to have local copy everything. Now, that being said, I have physical copies of every movie I've ever bought on Vudu. Right, right. And I'm sitting in my living room at home. See, and I've, I've been steadily divesting myself. I get, have... Get rid of it. I have some things I've ripped. But the problem I have with ripping is that I can't get the video quality that I want. I want high-fidelity video. I want 1080p minimum. And I just can't get that. 
And so I'm I'm shocked. What are you using to rip it? Handbrake, typically. I get 1080p all the time. Are you ripping Blu-rays? I don't have a Blu-ray drive yet. Then you're not getting 1080p. Not true. Well, the DVDs that you have don't have it. Right. DVDs, by rule, don't have 1080p. The highest highest they have is like 480p. Oh, and that's right. I forgot. You are a purist. You you reinvested yourself in all Blu-ray. Yes. Yes, I did. They've got the software to do this. How come you can't do it? That, that this is a curiosity, not a not a not a, a, a No, you're asking a fair question and the answer very simply is uh I don't always necessarily have the hardware to do it. I have a Blu-ray drive in my 5-year-old PC. The Mac Mini that I have does not have an optical drive, excuse me, at all. The last two laptops I've owned, excuse me, three, okay. now with the Chromebook, no optical pull, drive. Pull the Blu-ray, put it in a shell, power it, get a, ooh, what's its interface? USB, or is it using ribbon? T- Typically, well, any well, the one that's in the system here, the five-year-old Alienware that I'm using, mm-hmm. it's 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 a slot load. It's not pull it out and just go with it. Mm. I could go buy. A well, what's in the back? Well, what's in the back? It's not the. It's not the. That's uh, uh, gonna uh, be um, ninety SATA. pin or no? It's gonna be SATA. SATA, that's a freeze. Yeah, I know that, but I don't want to tear this thing apart because it's also my VR rig. You're only pulling the drive. And I still use the drive in there. Put it back. It's not that easy. They're not designed for that. Oh. Take the side off of it. Pop a couple of wires. A couple of screws later. Good old crank. It's out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you can see, folks, he and I differ on the opinion of this one. This is not something we're going to solve right now. <laughs> But it, it is something. Put it in this shell. Make the shell have an interface for a USB three. Stick it on your Mac and get busy. <laughs> Doesn't work that way with this type of drive. Trust me. You Trust me. You don't think the Mac uh, OS could couldn't spot it? I mean, it's pretty dang. Expensive. No, I mean, I mean, the drive itself would break if I took it out like that. There's nothing. There's no front plate. Mm. Yeah. You could Frankenstein it and just, you know, leave it in the chassis. <laughs> just run a wire out the side of it. <laughs> and with that, ladies, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. Uh, We've also you gone get to talk about RAID 5, putting in your own RAID 5. I recommend it to everybody. Yeah, we're also 85 minutes in on this one. Uh, I know. Half of them are asleep because we went to deep deck. A little bit. <laughs> We'll see if we salvage this one or not. But for now, this is Finley. I want to thank Walker for joining me. Thank you very much, sir. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's always a joy. It makes my day. I was having a crummy one. It makes my day. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And for those of you listening, of course, you can continue to listen to us every uh, every time we put an episode out. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, all the other podcasts. Uh, catchers that are out there we're we're across the board now it's pretty nice 
and you you know what we could we could you know just to kind of cut in here a little because i was playing with that because i was accused of never listening to my own podcasts (laughs) and um here i am of course you know i'm you know i i'd rather my own podcast reader not have to use one of the downloads that i'm forced to google play and um uh you know I was doing the closing of this show, right? I, under, I understand that, but I think sometimes there might be people who want to know, okay, so how do I properly get updates to my own podcast, reader, player, whatever, uh, via either RSS updates or whatever? Because um, what's the major one we're using uh, that, that uh, seems to give it out to everybody? Darn it, I was just on it. The other day, Anchor. Yeah, Anchor. Thank you. Anchor. Anchor wants to download a, a an app. Um, yes, they do. And I'm like, no, I don't want an app. I I just want the podcast. And I was looking at that, trying to say, well, is there a way? I didn't get far with it because they did a damn good job of it. Um, and you mentioned WinApp. I, that that used to be my go to for podcasts until it got too hard to pull a darn podcast but i'm wondering if people would wonder how do i do that and you know maybe that's a research project well until then go to closing you can find all of our episodes via apple itunes google play and other podcatchers that are out there you can find us via the web at anchors anchor.fm slash finley's thoughts you can find us on Twitter at Finley's Thoughts, and you can reach us on email at Finley's Thoughts at gmail.com. So, with all that being said, for Walker, this is Finley. Thank you very much for listening, folks. We appreciate it. You have a good one. Roll credits.